Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Self Love Tarot, a podcast about enriching our lives through practical spirituality, self love, and the tarot. I'm your host, Gretchen Evangelista. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at Self Love Tarot. Thanks for tuning into the show today. up i hope you are having a fantastic september so far and um to kick off this episode i just wanted to share a review that i got on itunes and as always i always appreciate you guys giving feedback and rating the podcast on itunes it really helps this podcast get to more people so thank you and this particular review was written by no thanks to cake (laughs) i love the name But she said, I stumbled upon this podcast as a girl trying to learn more about tarot. And I'm so incredibly impressed with this podcast Gretchen has assembled. Not only does she dive deep into the interpretations of tarot, but she also gives us life lessons along the way. Check out episode 10, How to Live with More Magic. It's my favorite so far. If you're looking for a bright perspective on how to enhance your spiritual practice, you're in for a treat. So thank you so much for your guys' feedback and to anyone who has written or given me a rating. You guys are amazing. So let's get on with the show. As many of you guys may know, I just moved maybe about a month and a half ago. And all the things that I used to do, like sing and dance and be freaking crazy, all those things, I felt like I couldn't do any of those things anymore because... My floorboards are so creaky. (laughs) Like every single step that I take produces so much sound, so much noise. Every time I take a step, I cringe at the idea of bothering the poor neighbors down below. So can you imagine if I were to jump and be wild and crazy and dance around like a lunatic like I usually do? (laughs) How much? of a disturbance would that be to everyone around me? So I've just been thinking about this predicament. And my non-confrontational nature has me imagine this worst case scenario of my neighbors coming to my door and knocking and telling me to just stop. And me feeling like a complete idiot for being so crazy in the first place. And I know it's a lot of fear and This has held me back a lot with just my own simple self-expression. And another thing that I like to do is I like to sing and play the piano. (laughs) Not in any serious or professional capacity. I've never had real singing lessons before. It has just been something that has always given me great joy to belt out my favorite Disney songs. (laughs) And unfortunately, along with the floorboards, The soundproofing at this place is so crappy. Like, I can hear people playing their TVs from a floor below, and I cringe at the idea of me singing and having the whole entire building hear it. And so I've tried to sing, but it never feels as liberating as it could be because I'm so overly focused on being too loud or singing the wrong notes. And, you know, just me feeling very self-conscious. Because this is essentially a glorified karaoke session. (laughs) And maybe it's the Filipino blood in me. And a side note, 
Since I haven't been able to sing as loudly as I want to in my apartment, I've been getting my fill by singing as loudly as I can in my car. <laughs> and at least if I look really stupid while I'm driving, I can just drive away and I never get to see that person. <laughs> but the other day, I was practically serenading my boyfriend by singing A Whole New World by Aladdin. And I definitely entertained the car next to us. And I love singing just because it makes me feel liberated. It makes me feel free. It makes me feel joyful. And I never want to have to consider if I'm good or not because that's not the point. But when you are being really loud in your apartment and you have the possibility of people listening in, it's like you can't help it. But now looking at it, I am weirdly appreciative of my squeaky floorboards and the bad soundproofing. <laughs> and why is that? Because recently it's actually brought to the forefront of my mind how much this belief of thinking that my presence is a burden to this world and how much that limiting belief impacts my own creativity and expression. If you guys remember the tower episode from last time, we talked about that pain that we can feel in certain areas of our lives and how that pain can shine the light on some things that we deeply want to change. And that can actually empower us finally and give us motivation to explore it further and to change. That's kind of what has happened here. Because for a while, I was feeling creatively stuck. Like my flow wasn't showing up and the inspiration wasn't coming in as easily because I felt like I had to suddenly stop being myself and stop expressing myself in my own authentic way in order to not be a bother to my neighbors, which stemmed from this deep limiting belief that I am a burden to others, that I am a bother to other people. And I think there's a fine line of discernment here. There's definitely a difference between being considerate and then being so overly considerate it gives you anxiety. And these new realizations are not going to compel me to be super obnoxious one day and stomp on the floor at 3 a.m. But, you know, the part of me that's super overly accommodating, I, with that part, I want to believe that there's somewhere in the middle that both honors other people and honors ourselves as well. And I think for people who do struggle with being overly considerate and overly accommodating, that is a solution we can all be happy with. Because I genuinely believe these types of people who want others to be happy, they are natural supporters for other people's well-being. And... The underdeveloped component of that is learning to honor yourself just as much too. It's about having a healthy sense of self-respect and self-worth and then acting from that place when interacting with others. Doing the opposite, which is what most of us have the tendency to do, which is acting from a place of low self-worth and low self-respect that will always leave us feeling like we are burdens to the world. We are a bother to other people. And I deeply believe we all have the capacity to honor everyone and everything in this world from a place 
of wholeness and completeness in ourselves. So what's the opposite of believing you are a burden? It's believing you're light. It's believing that your being is the light. And this light can be brought to everything in your life. Your relationships, your job, your finances, your conflicts, your passions, your purpose. You are a light-filled conduit for the divine light that is more than enough for the world. And how about this? What if the divine wanted me to show up in bigger ways? What if all these experiences were basically saying, yes, you are worthy of being seen. You are worthy of being heard. You are worthy of being here exactly as you are. You don't need to hide anymore. You don't need to make excuses for why you need to stay in the background and stay silent and stay invisible. In fact, it's becoming harder and harder to stay silent and stay hidden and invisible. As if my squeaky floorboards were a message from the divine saying, yes, every single step is beautiful and worthy. Let no step go unnoticed, no matter how small it is. Because you were meant to shine. You were meant to be loud and crazy. Maybe you were meant to disrupt the world with the joy of your being. Maybe you were meant to bother people. Maybe you were meant to bother people with the light of your freaking being. Bother people with that golden authenticity of yours. You are worthy of being seen. You are worthy of being here as the perfect expression of the divine. And to see all the creative endeavors and all the things you are inspired to do, all the things, you know, you want to dance, you want to sing, you want to be crazy, you want to be loud, you want to laugh, (laughs) as the divine wanting to express itself through you and you being chosen and seen as the perfect channel, the perfect conduit for that expression. And all I have to say about that is, What a freaking honor. What an honor. What an honor to be the light yielding light. To be the divine channel expressing divine magic. A little sprinkle of fairy dust with every step you take. (laughs) And you know, many people may not resonate with this concept because it feels self-centered. It feels ego-filled. But one reason why seeing yourself as this divine conduit for light is so amazing is because you can finally let go of yourself. Weirdly enough, it allows you to let go of the smaller self. If you struggle with your fear of being seen or being in the way for others or struggling to claim that sense of self-worth, you can say, this isn't about me. This doesn't have to be about me. This can be something much greater. And the universe chose you as the perfect conduit for its love. How amazing is that? And you can simply just let go of yourself and offer your entire being to God, to the universe, to the light. 
And with this approach, we don't have to view ourselves as being a burden for others because who knows what this could lead to, right? You deciding today to show up fully in the world can have positive impacts on others. In fact, maybe it can be inspiring for others to allow themselves to be their full selves in this world too. You know, I am speaking from a place of going through it, of still going through it, and I'm the craziest at this sometimes. There are instances where I've gotten back massages that were really shitty, but I refused to speak up about it and tell them how I wanted it to be done. Like I wanted more pressure here and less pressure there. And I didn't ask for what I wanted because I didn't want to inconvenience them. Isn't that just the silliest thing? But what if that type of feedback helped the masseuse? What if she really wanted that feedback and wanted to learn how to be better at what she was doing? You know, and I would see this all the time in patients who had just had surgery and they won't ask for pain medicine when they need it because they didn't want to inconvenience me, the nurse, because I looked busy. And for the people who have asked me to help them and who have asked for pain medicine and all this stuff, it allowed me to take that feedback and become a better nurse, become better at strategizing my day and my time management and showing up at the certain times that I needed to show up and empowering patients to take charge of their health. You never know what your effect will be on people. And it's funny because most of us are so quick to write it off as being burdensome or having a negative impact when in fact it could be the opposite. When I was serenading my boyfriend in the car and singing a whole new world like a freaking crazy person and the people in the car next to us were watching, maybe I made them laugh. Maybe I helped to diffuse some stress and tension that they were feeling. You never know. Having your needs be met and fulfilled can also lead to other people's needs being met as well. That is what yielding to the highest good means. When people pray for the highest good of all, that is what they are talking about. When we offer up our entire selves to the universe, we get to be shown the direction in whatever form it may be. And by simply learning to allow ourselves to take up space, to allow ourselves to make noise, to show the world that you are here, that can be the ultimate demonstration of self-love. Self with a capital S, the higher self. And it's not for your smaller self to decide what the effect of you will be on the world. Recently, someone at work discovered my podcast. And even though I've been doing this since December, I was pretty embarrassed especially since they started to play it in the break room in front of my coworkers. And to think about this, it still gets my blood boiling because the things I share on this podcast are pretty personal and pretty niche. And it's definitely not for everyone. And I know I've talked about this in my previous episode coming out of the spiritual closet. You know, my first thought was, I don't want anyone at work to know. I don't want like any of this to intermingle. I don't talk about the side of my life with them. I want to keep it separate. And I never intended for any of them to know. 
I just wanted them to leave me alone, right? Like I, I wanted to be able to share myself. I wanted the freedom of expression and not be scared of someone teasing me about it later at work or something like that. I, I don't know. I just felt like I was a little kid again and my older brother was making fun of me or teasing me or something. So yeah, I was embarrassed. I was angry about it. But then when I sat with it, I realized this isn't in my hands to decide. This is not on me to decide who listens to this or not. It's not my place to decide who finds it and who it's for. And regardless of how they react towards it or their thoughts about it and beyond my own concerns around my self-image and how my coworkers perceive me, there is something much larger at play here, even if I'm not able to understand it fully in the present. And so whenever I think of this experience, after I revisit my anger and maybe just feeling embarrassed about it, I remind myself that that exact situation unfolded exactly as it should have unfolded. And it happened like that for a reason. And I choose to believe it happened for a good reason. It's not my job to determine whether or not my podcast is relevant for someone or not. It's not my job to determine whether or not any of my work that I put out is good enough. And I remember when I first put this podcast out, I made the first episode really simple. I just sat down, I talked into a mic, I did some minor editing, and then I published it. That was it. And of course, there was a doubtful voice in my head. But the one thought that continued to occur in my mind was that it's not my place to determine if this episode is good enough or if it's worthy enough. And I trusted that. It required a sense of trust in the divine that wanted to express herself through me, through my voice, through the podcast. And so when we offer up whatever we are doing, whatever we want to express, and to allow the divine to do the moving through us, to do the singing through us, to do the painting, the writing, the drawing through us, it takes us out of that self-consciousness and preoccupation and into the flow and the lightness of ourselves. And maybe we can finally have fun with the things that we want to do and express. It no longer has to meet the high expectations of our ego. The ego can come out in many different ways. Mostly we associate someone with an ego problem as someone who's cocky, who's full of themselves, who is just you know, always trying to one-up someone. But just like how the ego can have a superiority complex, it can also go the opposite way towards an inferiority complex, which is valuing other people, their needs, their preferences, their opinions, so high above yours that it prevents you from honoring your own divine qualities too. And in choosing to indulge in that inferiority complex, It's like closing all the blinds in a house with the most amazing, breathtaking view of the sunset. It's saying, oh no, I don't want to burden the room with all this light. I don't want the light to make a glare on the TV. 
We never say that, right? We look for houses and places with beautiful views and light-filled rooms because we know that exposing more light is good. It's healthy. It's nourishing. And I say this also with the understanding that sometimes being seen can be scary. It can make you more vulnerable to criticism. But if we simply see our presence and our creative expressions as the divine, expanding the universe through us, through our being, we learn to trust everything happens for the highest good. And we may not understand it right away. We might not even understand it months or years from now. Even if we can't intellectualize it or rationalize it, put it in a box and make a formula out of it, we can still trust it with our hearts. We can still trust the spiritual component that is within all of us. You are worthy of being here because you are here. You are worthy of being here exactly as you are with the messy emotions, the past traumatic experiences, the allergies, the diseases, the compulsions, the addictions, whatever it may be. And all the things you were called to do are being channeled through you for a reason. People in your past may have treated you like you were a burden. Your parents, your family may have reacted towards you as if you were a burden, someone that needed to be contained. But hear me now. The world is better with you in it. You may not believe it right now, and that's okay. You can be where you are and also be willing to lean into something new. Something that honors who you are, honors the divine being that you are. Something that allows you to make a ruckus or be as loud as you were inspired to be. Be as crazy and weird and goofy and playful. And so what if you are embarrassed? At least you are giving yourself a chance and opening up those blinds to let the light in. The universe chose you to be here. The universe intended for you to be in the exact spot you are in right now. Going through the exact experiences you are going through. The good and the bad. And you don't ever have to feel like you don't deserve to be here. You taking up space that you are called to take and being bold and disruptive and shaking things up, that can inspire someone to take their own actions towards something they've been wanting to do too. All of this can have miles and miles of positive effects. Believe that you are being led to cooperate with the highest good, the highest outcome for all, in meeting your own needs for creative self-expression. Own the space that you're in and allow the light that's already in there to shine through. If you guys enjoyed this podcast, make sure to check out my online course called Adored and Worthy. If you enjoy these ideas of infusing the divine into our daily lives and tapping into the greater sense of love, worthiness, and presence that's available to all of us, you will love this course. So make sure to go to selflovetarot.com to check it out. And again, thank you for listening, subscribing, and leaving your feedback in the reviews on iTunes. I am honored to be part of your journey. 
Thank you so much, and I will talk to you guys next time.